Welcome to the Not So Famous Podcast, everyone. Welcome, welcome. That's Caroline. Hi, that's Emily. Hey. Um, this week has been honestly, I think, a little crazy. Um, I think the first thing to talk about, like the biggest thing that really happened this week, yeah. was Olivia Jade being on um, the Red Table. Is it called? Yeah, I think it's called the Red Table Talk. Yes. And that was crazy. Yeah. I was really um, excited to watch it, too. Me, too. Because it's the first time, like, anybody from that whole situation has, like, outwardly spoken about it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and honestly, I thought that that move was, like, the perfect way. You know what I mean? I think any other interview, it would just be, like, okay, she's doing an interview to redeem herself. Mm-hmm. I, I have seen a lot of people be like, why did this white girl go to three black women to speak mm-hmm. about her issues? Yeah, they they even said that in the yeah. interview too, which, yeah, I agree with. Um, but I, I like how each person at the table had a different opinion on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like every single, not every single, but a lot of opinions about her were rolled out and spoken to her straight you know what I mean exactly like Jada's mother ooh, was like you can understand why I don't want you here right like she straight up was like mm-hmm. you know I-, I fought tooth and nail for yeah. you not to come on the show <laughs> <laughs> she's like I don't like you right now <laughs> yeah um yeah I think um it was crazy to me that she was like um there's things on my college application that I wrote about and then I saw the documents after everything was released and those were not things that I wrote Mm -hmm. and I was like oh damn Mm -hmm. like okay so how do you feel how do you feel on Olivia Jade after after you saw that no um I'm I'm conflicted because a lot of what she was saying about how like she just wasn't aware it's like the what Jada's mom was like you know there's things happening on the news every single day like you Mm -hmm. could just turn on the go to channel six and you could figure everything out like Mm -hmm. she was I feel like she was trying to put a lot of the blame on her not knowing her privilege and Mm -hmm. like yes it's fair you grew up in that and all of your friends are in that but you're on social media you're on twitter Mm -hmm. you are you could turn on the channel you can turn on news like like I think the way that we're privileged like mm-hmm. you know what I mean like there are things that we have never had to go through but we are aware of them mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I think yeah there's some blame to be placed on the fact that she grew up in that sort of thing but it felt like she was placing most of the blame on it you mm-hmm. know what I mean mm-hmm and I think a big part of that was, um, I think the issue of classism and how a lot of it was also because she's rich and yeah. she's famous, you know what I mean? And I mm-hmm. think they sort of like brushed upon that topic. Mm-hmm. They spoke a lot of her privilege of being a white woman, which is like 100% there right. I like, feel like it's like 50 50 yes you know I, mean? I think the fact that she was so unaware and the fact that she did post a video saying that like she doesn't want to go to college for school she wants to go to college for 
for mm-hmm. partying and football games mm-hmm. and like she was like I edited it and posted it and like the fact that she was so oblivious to so many things is like unfathomable that word mm-hmm. to you and I but like mm-hmm. I I guess for her it's like another day like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and then um, I wish they would have brought up the fact that she took rowing photos <laughs> I I did want to hear about that because I was like, what? It was a little confusing because she said that she didn't know what was going on. Yeah, but then she also said that she thought it she was did. normal. Exactly, she was. Do that. She compared it to her friends' parents donating to colleges, mm-hmm. which okay, like. <laughs> I don't know. I think both are wrong. I honestly think donating it is just the legal way to do the same thing that she did. Exactly. And look, the two of us (laughs) would never ever be in a situation like this. Unless um, the Not So Famous podcast podcast gets us famous. (laughs) And she also, so also, I think it was Jada who asked this about like why her father wanted her to go to what is it ucla it's um usc usc so badly Mm -hmm. she says because my dad didn't want us to go far he said that he has attachment issues and (laughs) when she said that i was kind of like that's the fucking reason yeah (laughs) because your dad didn't want you to go to alabama or some shit like what it's just like she says that she's aware of her privilege but then she says things like that where it's like are you sure you're aware like she still has so much work to do exactly because i think it's when you're so famous like that for your whole entire life and you're only surrounded by people that are just as famous as you and just as rich as you they're just on their whole different world yeah and yeah, they might see like real issues on the news and stuff, but it doesn't directly affect them. Exactly. Which is so. sad. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, she mentions that like she doesn't want to throw just money at a problem. And then mentions the fact that she went to uh, a program for s- students to go after school so they don't spend time in their neighborhood. And I'm like, that is a problem to throw money at, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes, like, money does fix things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, ugh, I don't know. There's some points yeah. where I was like, oh, I totally get you. Mm-hmm. You're a 21-year-old girl. Like, you definitely deserve a second chance. You are 21. It was sort of, like, it, it was really crazy because you could tell how scared she was, like, just from oh, the it. moment she walked in. Like, just in her face. Yes. I was like, girl, you're about to cry any second. Yes. When Jada's mother was, like, going after her and she was like, yeah. <laughs> you could see in her eyes she was I totally get it. so scared. Yeah. I'm, she, she needs someone to be like, this is what you have and this is what the world doesn't. Like, uh-huh. I like that Jada's mother was like, you will be fine. Like, you, you're, I don't feel bad for you because you lost endorsements. Mm-hmm. You will be fine. Mm-hmm. Her mom, like, went off. She did. And I think it was so needed because Willow and um, Willow's mom, Jada. Jada. They weren't going to, they, they weren't going to tell her like that. Exactly. Jada explained in the beginning that, like, 
she sees Olivia as, as like Willow. Like she was like, I have done things for my children that the, that right that the public didn't agree with, and then went after Willow for doing that. But when Which, she says that, I'm like, I'm like, what have you done? I don't. You would do this. something Ill- illegal. I know, but it's and it's also in the college situation. It's like you're taking away chances for other kids that don't have that opportunity to exactly exactly so you're not just doing it for your kid you're doing it and you're hurting someone else Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i recommend everybody watch that and and get their own opinions from that i agree because i don't i don't have one opinion you know right i think It'll like the opinion on her will form as she mm-hmm. comes back to the internet. Yeah, this was this was definitely her way of being like, okay, I'm gonna start making YouTube videos again. Yeah, and you I know? hope it's not just like that. Like I hope that she actually learns from it. Yes, and, you know, does better from it mm-hmm. because I remember she posted a YouTube video. A couple months after the whole thing, and mm-hmm. everybody was like, "No, girl, go back. <laughs> like, yeah. you can't do this." But it's also sad because it's like, even if she doesn't, if she just goes like back to normal and doesn't learn from her mistakes, mm-hmm. people would still watch her. She still yeah. has the same friends. Exactly, and I think people would watch her because of the drama surrounding her. There are people who would be like, oh, this fucking bitch, let me see what she's doing. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving on. <laughs> Mike, the situation is having a baby boy. I know. That's so also, crazy little situation. <laughs> he was the one who went to prison, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. For like tax evasion or some shit? Yeah, something like Pay that. Pay your taxes. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I am so scared of that. Because Yeah, I get that. How how do I know how do I know how to do that? I don't know, I know. how to do that. I I'm just gonna when I have to start paying taxes, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna just be like, hey, dad. <laughs> I would literally me? get. What do you need an accountant? Is that who does it? Oh, I don't know. I think I know you could do them yourself. Oh yeah, and I think you're supposed to do them yourself, but I think for me it would be better um okay so it looks like Kourtney Kardashian will be in the he's all that remake with Addison Rae really yeah I'm I I never interested it's um he's all that I never watched it yeah the first one is she's all that I think with Amanda Bynes yes right I I know yeah I heard of that it's like a they said it was gender bending or some shit like that you know yeah I don't know. This is okay. It's that show, Saved by the Bell. It's Carly. Not Amanda Bynes. Oh, it's not. Nope. It's um, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. who played um, what's his name in Scooby Doo? Blonde guy. Fred. Yeah. (laughs) Blonde guy. (laughs) Yes. Paul Walker's in this movie. Who is he again? Fast and Furious. Right, I knew it was one of died. the... Wait, right. Yeah. Oh, so you're He's saying not, he, he was in that movie. Okay. He was in it. But, like I said, it's that, Saved by the Bell. iCarly is not coming back. Uh, yeah, I have that. Um, I, I think I forgot to mention it. Did I talk about it last podcast? Bring it up. 
um the uh, saved by the bell is already back like it's already airing oh really it is yes and they made fun of selena gomez getting a kidney transplant like a couple times (laughs) what yeah and people were selena selena how do you say her fan people selenators selenators those people (laughs) were so upset well it's sort of like what what the fuck is exactly it's like and why more than once too yeah and they had it in the background like graffitied on walls and it's like what (laughs) who decided this was to be made fun of like why what does she have in the story in saved by the bell like why are nothing they just make a joke that doesn't make any sense. I know. And the woman who gave her the kidney was like, this isn't funny. <laughs> like, It's just weird. Like, what? It's Out of like, all what? things you could have said. It makes no sense. I am excited about iCarly coming back. Me too. But um, Jeanette McCurdy was like, no, thank you. Yeah. Okay. And she was my favorite. I don't know. But the, why? I don't know. She's just not doing it. That's upsetting. But it's also like, what's what is it going to be? Like, I'm very I excited. I I was iCarly number one fan. I'm pretty sure I even I had, loved like iCarly. shirts with oh my god Cosgrove's face when Sam Pickett freaking said freaking. <laughs> Remember that one episode? She was like, "I'm so freaking excited" or something. I rewatched no. that. She she says freaking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I would rewind it to hear her say it. Like, and I was like, ah! <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god. I was every, I don't remember what day it used to come on, but if I wasn't home at the time that it was coming on, immediately start problem. crying. Immediately yeah. start crying. I was like, I don't care if we're recording it. I have to see it live. Because yeah. it was like the first like kid show that was like more for teens you know right it was like kid at teens. least for our era like for mm-hmm. our generation that was the the show that really was like you're becoming teenagers yeah because it was sort of like we grew up with them they're sort of the same yeah. ages as us you know mm-hmm. but it's I don't know. I'm so curious of how they're, of what they're gonna do with it. Yeah, I'm very I, curious as well. I hope they don't pull the thing where they have kids. I hate yeah, I no, hate far too young for them to be having kids right now. What the fuck? Well, Nathan Cress is married. You didn't know that? No, I had no idea. Yeah, he's married. He might even have a kid. I don't think so yet, but he's definitely married. <laughs> wow how come you didn't tell me (laughs) but i just i don't know i don't like that i don't i don't know i don't like when they have kids i hope that yeah like um then they just sort of become supporting characters to the kids exactly like Like raven's house or some what is um it's something like that i think raven's something yeah it's it's like the way that you're talking about and i'm like no give me these characters just working you know right because it's like i didn't come watch the show to watch their kids exactly i watched for the the original people for them okay so jojo siwa has been getting quite a bit of uh slack 
because um, someone uploaded a TikTok of Christy from Dance Moms. I just have she- to say, those TikToks of Christy during the Zoom sorority meetings, all I see on my For You page. I don't know about anybody else, but that's all I see. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so she's doing a sorority thing and she's talking about what's her name Gianna mm-hmm. about how she was mean to Chloe and like not nice to Christy and all that stuff uh-huh. and Jojo was like I usually don't sit do this but <laughs> I have to say that this is the most ignorant arrogant lie that I've ever heard like she, said, she was this nothing is the but most nice- disgusting thing that's what she said yes and everybody is like y'all do know you're <laughs> you have different experiences and people have been like jojo you came on the show to get famous chloe's been on the show mm-hmm. true. <laughs> it like, yes it is very true <laughs> but it was kind of weird that like jojo took that personally and then yeah. christy made a tiktok responding and was like i'm so happy that was your experience i just wish it was mine and i was like right like that's all she wanted christy really wasn't saying anything bad she was just no. saying that's what she was made to chloe she was yeah. made to my daughter and she's not gonna she lie laughed. and say yeah she laughed apparently when abby was like your daughter's eyes fucked up <laughs> like yeah jojo like just stay yeah. in your lane mm-hmm. and jojo from what I've seen has not responded to anything like she yeah. just posted videos and, and she deleted it too does she mm-hmm. people if you go to her tiktok page people are still being like don't stop invalidating other people's feelings and <laughs> yeah people tear people are tearing her apart mm-hmm. okay so jeffrey star it is confirmed that he has paid someone forty five thousand dollars to silence them so it was confirmed yeah, the check. Someone found a copy of the check. <laughs> well, so to jail, to jail. <laughs> I wish. Oh my god, I'm just like. So how could he not go to jail after that? For that, I don't know. Because I it's guess, still. I guess if no one made okay. allegations against him. And it's also um, okay. So hold on. We know that the check is there and it happened, but um, I, I guess we don't know for certain, like, why the check was written. Right, like the intentions behind it. Yes. Um, it is uh, written out to the person who ac- accused him of assault, mm-hmm. but we, I guess we still, like, the person never went and pressed charges and stuff like that, so... Mm-hmm. I don't know the the man just keeps on scraping by and like never has anything to deal with like he's always able to like go off the internet for like two weeks and then comes back and like it's nothing Mm -hmm. okay so Logan Paul is gonna fight Floyd Mayweather yeah I am it's like where do these two brothers get off like why do they think that they could fight Floyd Mayweather? You know, honestly, I think I said this last week. If you want to fight him, go for it. I will I be know. watching. I will be watching. I will be watching. I'm still waiting for Jake Paul to fight Conor McGregor. Why is David Dobrik <laughs> trending? He has a new puzzle and puzzle line out where um, 
once you complete it, it's a QR code mm-hmm. and you can win anything up to like 25 set 25 cents to like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I did see that. What do you think about it? I think it's interesting. It makes me want to go out and get that puzzle. It you know? does? Yeah. See, like when well, I saw puzzle, that, I like puzzles. Uh, well, maybe, maybe, maybe I just don't like puzzles as much. But mm-hmm. it's like, it's it's just a QR code. I don't know. When I do puzzles, like I want to see like a pretty picture at the end. <laughs> well, is that not for everyone? Well, yeah. I mean, I like it, but it's also like <laughs> you want to finish I it. Like it. To, <laughs> you want to finish it to get the QR code. Like you want to be able but it's like, to I, like I know that I'm gonna get twenty five cents and the fact that the puzzle is thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. Is that normal for a normal puzzle? No girl, I could go to Home Goods and get one for like three dollars. Sure here I can go to five below and get one for five dollars. But you know what it reminded me of? The puzzle reminds me of do you back in the day, did you used to get like this the money soap? No. Do you know what I'm talking about though? Yes, I do, I do. Well, it has the same energy as that. It does, I agree. But it's like the soap, okay, soap is sort of fun, like, you can use it, I guess. And it's like, you find the dollar in there. It's a a hard puzzle. Yeah, but I don't know, I think what's getting me is that you only see a QR code when you're finished with it, and I'd be, like, really sad about it. You have the funniest takes because I know <laughs> people do puzzles because they're challenging. Like that, I've I saw it's a hard fucking puzzle to do. Oh yeah. Disclaimer: I'll never have anything bad to say about David Dobrik. He's my man's. He's my man's. Just want to make that clear. So the Ellen Show has been losing a lot of uh, advertisers and sponsorships. Like this, usually like the Twelve Days of Ellen. Is it called? dates of giveaway that's it mm-hmm. is like their biggest thing of the year like it's their hugest thing mm-hmm. and apparently this year it's been very lackluster hmm. oh so you're saying the things in the giveaway yes it's not as it's not as good as previous years yeah. that's understandable and, <laughs> yes and then also they're having a really hard time find getting celebrities to come on the show <laughs> really <laughs> yes and then also now ellen degeneres has come out and said that she has covid mm-hmm. and production has halted till january yep yeah i think that's even gonna be harder like you had covid i don't i don't want to go on your show <laughs> you know like it's gonna be even harder for them to get people yeah but it's i was also thinking how funny it is that she getting COVID happened during her 12 days of giveaway. So it's like, where are all those prizes mm-hmm. going now? I know. She can do also, it in January. I'm very curious. So maybe she doesn't. Here's a conspiracy for you. Hmm. What if she doesn't actually have COVID and they couldn't get any advertisers <laughs> or sponsorships for the 12 days of giveaway? And so her team was like, just say that you have COVID. We're holding production. <laughs> and we'll be okay. That's That's an interesting take. Sure. Possibility, you never it know. is a possibility. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Bryce Hall and Dave Portnoy, Portnoy, however you say his last uh-huh. name, he's the pizza I guy. think the CEO of Barstool. 
he's something like that he's something to do with barstool have been going at it like all night um because <laughs> he does uh, dave pointer does the podcast with josh richards mm-hmm. and someone was like oh bryce doesn't want to come on the podcast and then dave i guess took that personally or something and he, so then dave has been calling Bryce names and Bryce has been like I don't want to go on your podcast you're old she's probably like leave me alone please (laughs) yes so that's been happening that was happening like all night Um, let me find some tweets so here's one tweet from Bryce Mm -hmm. you're a very sad old man Dave dot 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 (laughs) creating a podcast with an 18 year old as a 50 year old man for clout is embarrassing enough insult as it is dot 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 don't even need to come on your shit podcast, nor even roast you, lol. Uh, Dave posted, are you crying at Bryce Hall? Double space. I think Bryce is crying. Double space. Oh, <laughs> boo hoo. see mad mad. Double space. All cause at Alexandria, Alexandria Cooper, who is from Call Kami Daddy or mm-hmm. something like that, mm-hmm. said he looks like Sid from Ice Age. <laughs> enter, enter. Advice dash less dancing in a mirror double space play more sports double space stop being a pussy and then with a picture of sid and then bryce goes shouldn't you be in a retirement home you old fuck question mark (laughs) i'd say play more sports but you probably pull your back out or something and then dave goes it's time to teach sid a lesson i wish you didn't have to do this and then Bryce goes, oh no, attack of the old people. <laughs> and then he goes, guys, dot, 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 a team of 70-year-olds are making memes of me. I think I'm going to deactivate. My career is over. And then also um, Sway House, which is what Bryce is a part of, I guess, and Hype House have reconciled and they're friends again. Oh, good. Right. All is right in the world, honestly. We've achieved world peace. But um, speaking of funny tweets, this is not on the topic of um, those two. But <laughs> when I was looking up like Jake Paul and um, yesterday, I was looking him up because I wanted to know more about the fight that he was doing. And he tweeted. <laughs> he oh. just... <laughs> after his fight he went off and like started tweeting these random people of wanting to fight him and one of them was Mm -hmm. joe biden so he he said yo at joe biden put the fucking gloves on why you being a bitch (laughs) like what first of all joe biden has to he's in a boot right now so it's unfair (laughs) second of all i feel like joe biden could fight like actually maybe win Okay, so do you remember the Ikea monkey? Ikea monkey. Okay, so he, that picture (laughs) turns eight this year, like eight years old, which is crazy to me because I remember when this happened. Um, This woman took her monkey to Ikea and Ikea workers were like, you can't have that monkey here (laughs) and put the monkey in like Ikea jail. But the thing that's crazy, I guess they have like an Ikea like holding room i don't know but what's so great about it is that the monkey was wearing this like big puffer and the the picture you've definitely seen the picture because the monkey's like behind a glass wall wearing the puffer and he's like at a at like an angle and he's like i feel like i've never seen this oh you've definitely seen it we'll put it on the instagram and i'll send it to you (laughs) because it's hilarious 
okay it's eight years old too yeah it turned eight like two days ago which is insane to me because i remember when it came out on twitter and i was like <laughs> oh my god this is the funniest thing in the entire world and then i saw that it was eight years old and i was like holy shit i'm all the shit damn yeah okay so toby mcguire kirsten dunce and andrew garfield are all reportedly going to be in the new spider-man movie which is incredible to me because oh, toby mcguire McGuire is the best spider-man we've ever had and nobody can tell me any different can i, can I pull up a picture of him so i can yeah. know which one okay yeah, yeah i see i see i see um i can't judge because i haven't seen but the only what Kelly, you know this the only spider-man that i know and associate spider-man with is um i don't know his name but he's the guy in the great gatsby this guy that is toby mcguire wait what <laughs> no 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 yes it was no google was making me think that this was toby mcguire that's andrew garfield well then i agree <laughs> i agree <laughs> oh my god emily okay oh, good good i like him that's the only yes. spider-man i've seen mm-hmm. he's a He's my favorite one. Okay. So Disney has actually announced like a ton of their new thing, like a ton of lineup that they have coming out. Mm. Star Wars is getting like 10 different shows in their universe on Disney+. Plus. Um, they've spoken about how much like Marvel, like universe is coming out, like um, a ton of shit. Oh my mm. God. So much, so much. <laughs> I can't you- even... Are you a Star Wars fan? Um, my best friend's family is really into Star Wars, so mm-hmm. that's how I like know quite a bit of. It's not that I'm a fan. I like action movies, so like mm-hmm. you would like it if you like. Yeah. Watch it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And also, um, so The Mandalorian, which is where Baby Yoda is from, mm-hmm. that's where most of the TV shows are like. They're pulling a lot of, I guess the TV shows are going to be, like, from the Mandalorian era, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Interesting. And Baby Yoda's just so fucking cute. I can't agree on that one. <laughs> when Baby Yoda came out, I was like, what the fuck is that? I'm sorry. God, Emily. <laughs> you are the only person in this entire world who thinks that. I guarantee you. Okay. Period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> so um disney did announce that they're not going to recast t'challa which is um chadwick boseman's character in black panther mm-hmm. um which they said that they're not recasting him the movie is going to be done in his honor mm-hmm. and um black panther 2 will be going diving into more of the characters that they introduced in the first movie Right, so they're just going to, like, not write him in. Um, I read somewhere someone thinks that this is going to happen. This is obviously not confirmed, but they mm-hmm. think that, like, they're going to say that Ch- T'Challa is off, like, doing some business somewhere mm-hmm. out of Wakanda, and they're going to do films based in Wakanda and with the characters, and then in a couple years when Disney feels like we have, I don't want to say move on from his death, but, like, aren't as affected by it i guess you could say Mm -hmm. they will recast him then Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah which Which, makes sense yeah because 
a lot of Marvel fans, I think, are not ready for the death of Black Panther. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they still want to see that character. And I think it's a very smart move from Disney not to recast him already. Mm-hmm. Like, they're giving, they're giving time to grieve. Right. Mm-hmm. So Taylor Swift came out with an album last night. Another one. She said, I will save you all from 2020 i know <laughs> and i said thank you mm-hmm. i only listened to half of it so far and I impeccable. Any of it. impeccable you know um the spotify and like apple music like rewind type thing came out mm-hmm. i only listened to 24 hours of music this whole year 24 hours yeah is that okay? is that right <laughs> it's very little yeah it's so little I listen to a lot of podcasts. Oh, okay. I'm not like a music, like in my room, and if I'm just sitting here in my room, I'm not listening to music. Mm. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I only listen to music if like I don't have any podcasts to listen to. Interesting. I'm I'm the opposite. Like I would I would choose music over podcasts. Oh no. But you should listen to Taylor's album. This is also um a hint to later. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so John Mulaney, John Mulaney oh. and Andy Samberg are going to be Chip and Dale. What do you? What, okay. Maybe I shouldn't even say this, but what are your feelings on John Mulaney? I think he's funny. You don't think he's funny? I know. <laughs> I I think um, my dad like put on his special once just to like see, and I was excited because I know. Literally every person I know is obsessed with John Mulaney and thinks mm-hmm. he's the funniest person in the world. And I was like, this isn't funny. <laughs> I think a lot of... So he's the one who created Stefan from SNL. Like, I think a lot... You don't know either. Okay. No, I don't know that. Okay, never mind. <laughs> so the cast for The Little Mermaid came out. <laughs> I'm just I moving on. Just- <laughs> I'm just gonna, like... <laughs> Sideswipe that. Moving on. <laughs> okay, let's go. So the cast for The Little Mermaid came out. We know that um, is her name Hallie, Haley, Haley Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> Why did that feel weird coming it's out? It's not Halle Berry. It's the it's the other one. It's I know one it's not Halle Berry, but it's one that sounds like her name. Haley, Holly. We've known that she's gonna be playing Ariel for the right. longest. We've known this. Yeah. David Diggs is gonna be playing Sebastian. David, he was in Hamilton. He played Lafayette. Oh my god. <laughs> you, you definitely don't know who this is. Uh Javier Bardem is gonna be playing King Train. Of course, I know that. You don't know. Jacob Tremblay, who is a little boy, I know him. Room. He's gonna be playing Flounder, which is cute. Mm-hmm. This I don't agree with at all, and I wish they could have gone uh, uh, a drag queen because this—that's who this character is based off of. Mm-hmm. Ursula will be played by Melissa McCarthy. Oh yeah, what the fuck is that? When this was announced for a while, right? Really? Yeah. I don't think the whole cast, but I think Melissa yeah. and um. Holly, Haley, whoever play, whoever's playing Ariel. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree. 
Melissa McCarthy? What is she going to do, sing? Is it, like... I don't know, but the character... Ursula was inspired by a drag queen. I can't mm-hmm. remember the na- her name right now, but... Melissa McCarthy is sh- the farthest away from a drag queen, in my opinion. Exactly. And she does not have Ursula energy. Get the fuck no, out of here. No, not at all. I'm going to see her and be like... What? <laughs> is it live action? Is that yes. what it is? Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And then this is exciting. Aquafina is going to be playing Scuttle. The last thing on the weekly debrief, mm-hmm. um, Trisha Paytas was once again on the Frenemies podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, is with, she just like a co-host now? I think so, but now I'm not sure anymore. I think she quit because so <laughs> her and Ethan were talking. And so Ethan and Gila mm-hmm. have a nanny for their one-year-old son, which I think is pretty standard for our celebrities. Mm-hmm. Trisha goes, I hear a nanny upstairs. I would never get a nanny for my children. So then Ethan was like, do you think we're bad parents? You like, mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I just would never get a nanny for my children. Like I would be, I would spend all day with them. And Ethan was like, so you would rearrange your whole entire life for your, for your child? Mm-hmm. And she goes, well, you know I'm infertile and I can't have children, so that's really insensitive. And really was gaslight Like, that is... If you want an example of gaslighting, go mm-hmm. watch that podcast because it is a textbook example of gaslighting mm-hmm. from Trisha. She even goes... She starts being like, can we have Gila or Ela on the podcast and Ethan is like no she doesn't want to be on the podcast she doesn't want to be talked about on the podcast that's their daughter like, that's, that's her, his wife, wife. Oh, yeah. yeah and these are just like rules that she's created for herself and like she's like set these rules up and it's known mm-hmm. and then she starts Trisha starts like going off and is like I think you're she's a bitch and all this shit we talk about my life on the podcast and everything but we can never talk about her like she's a bitch and everybody's saying that she's a queen and all this shit and it's like okay but these are rules that she set up for herself like you could if she doesn't want to be if she doesn't want to be in the podcast then she doesn't mm -hmm. have to be in it exactly and what makes it weird and worse is that um Trisha is dating Gila's brother. Oh, right, right, right. Moses. And it's like, it's it's so weird. And people are saying, like, this is so obvious that you can tell she has bipolar disorder. Like, mm-hmm. you, can, you can really see the switch in her attitude. And, mm-hmm. like, she was just calling uh, Gila a bitch and was like, if you want to break up with me, Moses, fine. Like, and she's also... Um, set up her entire youtube channel to be breakdowns and personal info and like Mm -hmm. if you don't want to talk about yourself in the podcast Uh build those walls like build those barriers Mm -hmm. you're allowed to do that you know yeah like you don't have to say your life story no one's i don't know pinning you down making you say it yeah this thing she's just like she needs to like when i did the topic on her she just needs to find her what her way you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like she needs to find her place and just run with it Mm -hmm. because right now i think that she's just so all over the place she's just trying to find something that's gonna yeah last Mm -hmm. 
I agree. Girl. Yeah. I I think she needs like a, a month off of the internet. Mm-hmm. I need. She's she's an example of someone who's so in their own world that mm-hmm. it's like she's not like a real. I don't want to say not a real person, but she's just. She I think she created a character, and now she can't differentiate differ, differentiate. Yeah, she can't find the difference between the character that she's been playing for like her whole entire YouTube career and who mm-hmm. she actually is now. Right. You know, she's been playing this character for so long mm-hmm. that it's become who she is. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's like um what Paris Hilton's like too. Yeah. But Paris Hilton's aware of that now and mm-hmm. she's trying to fix that. Like, a, she's trying yeah. to become like a real person. Exactly. It's so crazy. Like that lifestyle, Mm -hmm. that's so. Yeah, I can't imagine. Like, I don't know. It's hard. Mm -hmm. It sucks. But it's also like, you want to get married to this man and you're calling his sister a bitch. And I think she called her a cunt. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll stop you right there. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So. That was it for the weekly excited. brief. Yeah, I'm really excited for your part three. Yes, I'm really, I'm really very excited to be done with this. Is this the last? Is this the yes. last one? This is the last one. I think if there's anything else to be done, it's like if we find out any new information, mm-hmm. it'll be updates. You know, which you never know. Which you never know because I think the way we left off, there is room for updates mm-hmm. if they want to give them (laughs) so drama get in three um what i didn't realize is drama get in three did not start with tati posting that video it started with um on june 11th sanders kennedy who is a this year sorry june 11th of this year that's so weird what right (laughs) i remember when all of this was happening and Mm -hmm. it feels like five years ago it does Okay, so June 11th of this year, Sanders Kennedy, a commentary and drama channel YouTuber, uploaded a video made by Tab David, who is an ex-friend of Jeffree Star's, like ex-friend from all the way of MySpace. Mm -hmm. And um, so Tab mentions in the video that like it had been a couple years since he had seen Jeffree and then they had recently like reconnected and that Jeffree had changed so much from the MySpace days. Mm -hmm. Um, like they, he talks about how like they went to Hermes and how and how Jeffrey would just talk about like exotic furs and skins and then like he mentions that a bodyguard of Jeffrey's was an officer in Miami who was fired for uh, racist conduct and that Jeffrey had known about this and still sought out the man and hired him mm-hmm. and. So then Jeffrey also mentions the way that he treated Rich Lux, which is another YouTuber, and and how he treated many of his other YouTube friends. Mm-hmm. So Rich Lux is a drama channel personality who is known to be friends with Jeffrey Star. Mm-hmm. Um, Tab mentions how during their time out in Jeffrey's hotel, um, Rich came up to give Jeffrey a Valentine's Day gift, and when Rich Lux left the room, Jeffrey made comments about uh, that the gift was the cheapest in the store, and this is an Hermes gift, so Mm -hmm. even if it is the cheapest in the store, it's probably more than $300. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then the 
Rich then made a statement right after this video came out saying that it was a joke and um, and defended him. Like, really was like, no, 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 it's fine. Like, it, it, it seems that, like, things would come out and then the people who were affected would be like, oh, no, Jeffrey's mm-hmm. okay. It was a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, Tab also says in the video that he Jeffrey body shamed a lot of friends um, and that a lot of people, speaking of Trisha, mm-hmm. a, a lot of fans were like, oh, you're speaking about Jeffrey, uh, Trisha Paytas. Like this, that's who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, because he had apparently made body shaming remarks against her in the past. Mm-hmm. Tab also then like pleads with Jeffrey to get off the internet. Like mm-hmm. tells him like, you need a break. And then he also brings up accusations of uh, previous uh, racism and hatred. Mm-hmm. And that video is really the whole thing that starts drama again in three for Jeffrey. Okay. Um, because after that video, a ton of more people come out with videos against Jeffree Star mm-hmm. and, and start with allegations like cam who was a model for jeffree star cosmetics Mm -hmm. mentioned how he felt like a token black model in his campaigns and Mm -hmm. didn't feel that jeffree ever treated him as a friend and it was just like oh you're the token black person right Mm -hmm. um cam also reveals how on multiple occasions Mm -hmm. jeffree would ask him how he felt on James Charles. Why? And Cam would told him that he didn't have any ill will towards James. And so, um, what's like Cam's relationship with James Charles? I guess they're just friends. Okay, they're just acquaintances. I think the whole mm-hmm. community seems quite large, but it is quite small. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody knows each other. Right. So. Cam mentions how he has no ill will towards James and that he had actually helped him tell his HIV story and helped him branch into the beauty industry. To which Jeffrey responded that Cam didn't owe James forever. That he what? Didn't owe James forever? James forever. So during one one time during one of their uh, Las Vegas trips, Cam mm-hmm. um remembered how Shane Dawson had called Jeffrey to rant about James Charles. During the conversation that Cam overheard, James called, I mean, Shane called James fake and mentioned how he needed to be humbled. So these are important things to remember. Um, Cam mentions in the video that he feels that it is possible that Jeffrey Starr and Shane Dawson concoct a drama again in two in an effort to take James Charles down. So with that video, Mm -hmm. drama channels quickly start searching for evidence and quickly start finding things that back his claim Mm -hmm. and and start creating videos Mm -hmm. and all that. Um, This is where people start being like, Tati, tell your story. Yeah. Like, remember, girls, say the truth. Yes, I want to push very hard that people were begging Tati for weeks to come mm-hmm. out with her story. Mm-hmm. So just remember that that people were asking her to do this. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so, but we'll get to that mm-hmm. later. So, a day or two after Cam uploaded his video, mm-hmm. Ashley Kyle, who is another drama channel, uh, uploaded a video calling Jeffrey out. Um, she admitted to be on his payroll, um, meaning that, like, Jeffrey would pay her to put out certain videos at certain times and pay her not to put out anything. You know, that's so crazy. As a drama channel, they're usually posting a ton of videos Mm -hmm. in one week, and their drama channels on YouTube are basically kind of like what we do, but they are probably more specified to groups of people on Mm -hmm. YouTube. Like, there are beauty drama channels that like just update people on drama in the beauty community, Mm -hmm. and. So Jeffrey was paying her, like, okay, so don't post anything about me this week or do pay some, like, I have a launch coming out, so post something about me then. Mm-hmm. Um, don't post anything about James Charles. I don't, like, that type of thing. That is so crazy. Yes. And um, she was also placed on the PR list for Jeffree Star Cosmetics. Mm-hmm. Um, she received Conspiracy Collection, The Bloodlust, and The Cremated Collection. Um, after bloodlust, she was removed from the PR list and decided to donate the palette to a woman's uh, shelter. Mm-hmm. Um, so she also received insider information from Jeffree Star. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley stated that Jeffrey fed her information before other drama channels, and this was corroborated by drama channel Dustin Daly, who I think he's pretty good. I, I used to watch him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, where Jeffrey mentioned to her that Tati may be making a video. That is the Bi Sisters video. Mm-hmm. Um, she also heard rumors of a voice memo going around that proved that James Charles was a predator and was fed tea by Jeffrey that defamed James Charles. Mm-hmm. She and Je- Ashley ends the video by saying that she will do better and not to sell out and she will hold everyone to the same level of accountability. Mm-hmm. So the following day, another drama channel, Nick Snyder, uploaded a video further corroborating Ashley's claims, mm-hmm. as well as stating that he had been on place he had been placed on Jeffrey Star's PR list, but it was only for the conspiracy co- collection. Nick stated that this may have led him to be biased in the past, but then he began to witness troubling behavior from both Jeffrey Star and Shane Dawson. Jeffrey was the only one who was like giving these drama channels PR and mm-hmm. like. It, it felt like that he was on their side kind of thing. So yeah. it, it, it made them bias, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is a, an incredibly smart thing to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So in the fallout from Cam's video, a voice note from that was leaked from Jeffree Star, where he made fun of Cam for being single. So then a week after uh, Tab's video, mm-hmm. Trisha Paytas enters. Um, she had initially claimed that everything was fine um, and that Jeffree Star had been joking with her. Um, she does go on to say that she knew he may have body shamed her, but it's but that she seemed upset with Tab for even telling her about the situation. Mm-hmm. So Tab reached out to Trisha and was like, hey, this is happening. And she got upset with Tab mm-hmm. in true Trisha fashion. Right, right. So a week after that, though, Trisha went back on her word. Mm-hmm. She confirmed that the DMs came out about the 
Vegas trip were true. And she revealed that she had been, in fact, body shamed by Jeffrey and that she is no longer a Jeffrey Star fan. So, of course, there's the here's the that's the Trisha stuff. Mm-hmm. So, finally, Blair White, who is a YouTuber who gained popularity through her friendship with Shane Dawson, mm-hmm. um, Blair comes out with a video that she says that Jeffrey shared the infamous voice note with her. So, this fo- voice note is. I, I think the catalyst for Tati making the Bi Sisters video. Mm-hmm. In the voice note, Jeffrey claims that he has. I don't know in the voice note because none of us have ever heard it, mm-hmm. but the apparently the voice note has information of James Charles's quote unquote victims. Okay, and it is apparently the like the smoking gun. You could say mm-hmm. like this. That is the information. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so she states that Jeffrey shared the infamous voice note with her. This note allegedly is from a YouTuber who was a victim of sexual assault or harassment by James Charles. Mm-hmm. And that there is another anonymous, well-known YouTuber that Jeffrey did not display any receipts or proof for, mm-hmm. who was also sexu- sexually assaulted by James Charles. Blair states that she believes these claims and that she is disgusted by Jeffrey Star disgusted that jeffree star is going around the internet and telling everyone that he has a voice note which contains such sensitive information Mm -hmm. so this woman who isn't friend who is friends with shane dawson Mm -hmm. comes out against jeffree star and Mm -hmm. is like he's gross he's disgusting yeah all this shit Mm -hmm. everyone calls that carmageddon okay because it was really just people coming out against jeffree star being like he's a terrible human being we hate you (laughs) we hate you you're the worst Mm mm-hmm so people believe that Dramageddon 3 mm-hmm. starts June 21st when Shane Dawson releases a lengthy statement where he announced that he is leaving the community <laughs> that he was never truly a part of. He also denies I... the allegation of starting Dramageddon from su- last summer. He deleted the tweets, but then people were like, here they are. I can read them to you. Mm-hmm. You just saying that made me picture the TikTok that said, I can't believe that we were fooled into thinking that he was doing good at makeup. And it was the pictures of his Girl. like eyeshadow looks. And it know, just looks terrible. I know, dude. It's like, what? How do we believe that? It's embarrassing. That? It's embarrassing. It is so embarrassing. Hold we on. were clowns. Put on the red nose. We we were. We, we manipulated. Yeah. Okay. So it's four screenshots mm-hmm. and they're all notes app things and they, this is long so i'm going to try my best to read them fast <laughs> you know when it's the notes app it's going to be good yes <laughs> so he posts these on J- june 21st but on on the notes app it's from june 20th so my man planned ahead yep so the first one says welcome to the circus my final thoughts on the beauty world a few questions that I've been getting lately. One, did you know that she was make she was thinking about making a video? Yes. Two, did I tell her to make a video? No. Three, did I have any involvement in the video? No. Mm-hmm. Four, did I orchestrate it? No. Five, did I need that kind of drama to make a good series? No. Have I ever tried to ruin a career or make someone look bad in my 15 years of YouTube? No. Seven, do I have a track record of getting into drama with people or having fights with other YouTubers? No. Eight, 
Am I innocent and don't have huge anxiety provoking regrets about how I could have handled everyone, how I could have helped and everyone handle everything better? No, I've had a pit in my stomach since it all happened. Um, it's just a lot about like now into my final thoughts on the beauty world and on my experience in it. The conspiracy palette was one of the best experiences of my life. Jeffrey changed my life, changed me as a person and helped me be more confident. And then he goes, I'm going to say this. The beauty gurus who always involved in scandals are the fucking same. They're all attention seeking gang playing egocentric, narcissistic, vengeful, two-faced, taking time bobs ready to explode. And I'm over it. Sounds like you're talking about Jeffree Star. Like, yeah. And sort of you, yourself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he says, yes, they are talented, creative, smart, and love makeup. But they also joined a side of internet that is obsessed with looks, money, power, fame, screenshots, and subtweets. Releasing private text, voice memos, and emails, and other receipts as a way to point yourself into a particular light or someone else in a bad light is weird to me and will never engage in that. You're talking about Jeffree Star. Like, I know. He is the person Jeffrey who does Star is that. like the number one person. Exactly. And he goes, that is not a game I will play. And then he goes, yes, Jeffrey is in that list of dramatic gurus. And he would admit that. And he will always be family to me. And I love him despite those oh. characteristics. But it's like, what you just went off on how you hate that and how you're gonna leave that but then you're just like sort of saying oh well jeffrey's Mm -hmm. that too but it's okay but it's okay because he's my family (laughs) so he says more bullshit that i'm not gonna read he says Mm -hmm. i'm out um it's draining exhausting depressing and sometimes amazing but for me amazing outweighs every bad um and then i've never been involved in drama with another youtuber ever and the second i decided to do a beauty series boom i'm in the hurricane did i plan dramageddon are you serious no um when she told me how upset she was in person i had the same reaction the world did when they saw her video i felt Mm -hmm. awful for her and she seemed broken so i tried to be there for her was I shocked that Tati read his ass for f- fucking filth? Yes, I wasn't acting. I didn't know it was going to be that intense. Looking back, I still believe her on a lot of what she said, and I believe that what she, believe she felt it was what she needed to do at the time. Does mm-hmm. she regret it? Probably. Um, does that mean we should see James Charles as some poor, innocent, sweet angel? No, don't get it twisted. Him and Jeffrey have always been at the top of the dramatic guru list, and I mean that with love. Did I warn James about the video? No. Why? For that reason, I will never discuss. We've spoken privately and that's on that. Do I think James is the devil? No. Do I think he was young, egocentric, power-hungry guru who needed to be served a slice of humble pie that is the size of the Empire State Building? Yes. He's just that is the thing that he deserved all of that. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so that's all I'm going to read from that because... I can't do any more. But that. like, you, everyone gets the gist of what. <laughs> yes, he was I really just wanted to read the humble slice of pie, the yeah. size mm-hmm. of the Empire State thing, because it's so stupid. <laughs> so J- Shane quickly deleted the tweet, but there are screenshots. Um, he p- put a tweet out that was like, "I deleted the tweets because I don't need to be a part of it." And then someone replied and was like, "If anybody's curious, with all of the screenshots, <laughs> here you go." <laughs> Yeah. Um, so after this statement was tweeted and deleted, people noticed that Morgan Adams, which is Rylan Adams' 
sister, <gasps> the person that Jane, uh, Shane is engaged to, mm-hmm. um, unfollowed Jeffree Star, refollowed them, and then unfollowed him again. <laughs> so yeah. And then a few hours later, Shane uploaded an apology for his statement um, because it didn't, that apology or his statement didn't go as well as he thought it would. Mm. Um, He says, one last addition. This will be my last and only addition to what I posted. Do I think it was okay for the internet to bully James? No, of course not. Not sure why some people took it that way from my post. That's what you said. said. I literally said it was too far and should never happen again. I didn't want to get too dark in my post, which is why I didn't go into more detail on that. We all know collectively that the internet was too mean to James. I don't think I needed to reiterate that. Me saying that he needed to be humbled isn't mean, it's honest. And he said that in his own video. Should he be humbling have happened off camera? Yes, which is what I said. But I guess I didn't word that right. And I'm sorry if my humor regarding Tati's video seemed like I was making light of the situation. Humor is how I deal with stuff, especially when it involves the insanity of the beauty world. Okay, that's it. Leaving Twitter for a few months. It's bad for my brain. I feel good in my heart about what I said, and that's all I can do. Sorry, it wasn't the tea people wanted, but I'm officially done with the tea. <laughs> so, in the first statement, many fans really didn't like what J- Shane was saying about James Charles, the fact that he needed to be humbled. Um, and then uh, Shane also said in the first statement that he believed that Jeffree Star was excited to see a competitor fall. And people were really confused and hurt over the timing of the statement. Mm-hmm. Um, because 24 hours prior to the statement coming out, Shane, Jeffree Star had launched the highly anticipated restock of the Conspiracy Collection. Mm-hmm. Which furthered a, a lot of the fans and public's belief that the makeup collab was a cash grab for Shane Dawson. Mm-hmm. Many many people were like, you're not even in this beauty world. The only reason you're a part of it is because you want to make money from it. Because mm-hmm. in the series, I don't know if you remember, Jeffrey was very open about how much money he makes mm-hmm. and how much money he makes from like one launch. Mm-hmm. And people were like, you heard that, got excited and created a collection to make money. Mm-hmm. And then he releases a statement after the restock so people are like, oh, let me go buy this, you know, like mm-hmm. to get in. Get, like- right. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. even in the series, Jeffrey says how much Shane could make too, not just what. Yes. And all of the merch that they made together too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then. And sorry, at the same time, wasn't Shane in the process of buying that new house too? Yeah. Which is like a mansion. Which is, yeah. He needed that check. He needed, he needed that check. Yes. So, on January, June 23rd, Tati tweets a cryptic tweet, which she's always done. She's always posted these, like, cryptic things that everybody's like, what? Mm-hmm. She tweets, you've waited there for me. Keep waiting there for me. At uh, Gabriel Le Pen, I don't know, Dear Happy, and then a video of a song so on june 25th jenna marbles one of the oldest and most popular youtube video youtubers posted an apology announcing that she was leaving the platform wait this happened all in the same time yeah and jenna i want to make it clear jenna is not a part of dramageddon 3 or any of the dramageddons she's 
never been involved with YouTube drama ever, mm-hmm. but that video, which is probably one of the best examples of how to do a, an apology, mm-hmm. inspired Shane Dawson to create a formal apology video for not only the hurtful statements he had released on Twitter, but all of the wrongdoings he had done on his time on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, so he releases that video on June 26th, but prior to that, all the videos of Shane resurfaced of him doing blackface. Mm-hmm. Mocking people with uh, disabilities, sexualizing minors, uh, including his young cousin, Mm -hmm. bestiality, and wild statements made on his podcast about murdering someone. Shane addresses these issues for the first time in twenty minute in a twenty minute long video. Um, Unlike the Jenna Marbles video, where people are like, "Please don't leave the internet." please like we forgive you all this stuff mm-hmm. it does the opposite for shane dawson right everybody is like get off the internet you're a terrible person we do not forgive you and this is the time where um the thing with willow smith right i'm getting to that okay so an hour after the video was released mm-hmm. a video of shane pretending to jerk himself off to a video photo of then 11 willow smith mm-hmm comes out and the smiths were quick to reply with jada smith the mother of willow saying um tweeting to shane dawson i'm done with the excuses at this point he knew his career was over like it is over Mm -hmm. so then on june 30th YouTube announced that all three of Shane Dawson's popular YouTube channels would not be able to earn advertising revenue for an infinite period of time. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had to laugh. Mm -hmm. June 30th, Uh Tati Westbrook re-enters the drama in the video Breaking My Silence. So that is really like the climax of of Drama Getting 3. This is where she goes... She was, I was gaslit into making the My Sisters video mm-hmm. and the weeks leading up to making her and uploading the video, Sh- Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star were constantly telling her about new allegations about James. Mm-hmm. She says in the video, I eventually started to believe what they were saying because they had evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, she says that she heard the voice memo. She says, by the time the drama around James Charles' promotion of the sugar bear hair reached its peak, I was beyond gaslit. She also mentions that she herself is a victim of sexual assault and that uh, Jeffrey and Shane really used that, Mm -hmm. saying that, like, we know this happened to you. Look at the victims that James has created. Like, you're doing this for the victims, like, all this stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. really using the fact that she herself is a victim Mm -hmm. to push a narrative that truly has not been proven, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so she she says that um, Shane Dawson even offered to help her film and edit the video. Um, She says that... um, that she was worried that James Charles might hurt himself with the backlash Mm -hmm. and 
that Shane Dawson replied that he is a narcissist and he's a narcissist since he couldn't he wouldn't be able to do that to himself. Mm-hmm. She says, I can tell you this. It's now my opinion that Jeffrey and Shane were both bitterly jealous of James Charles's success. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey resented that so much of his business was centered around his biggest rival and Shane did not like that James Charles wanted to make a documentary because at the time James wanted to make a documentary about the beauty community mm-hmm. and like wanted he James even mentioned that like he ha- was in talks with Netflix mm-hmm. so that's like huge a lot right. bigger platform than Shane Dawson's YouTube channel, channel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so she says neither of them were happy with standing in his shadow on YouTube anymore so Tati confirms that her and Charles have reconciled she she they cleared the air last december Mm -hmm. so she she says that james even asked her if um if she if he could do the video with her like asked if it was okay if they could do that together and she Mm -hmm. said no like i need to do this on my own Mm -hmm. i need to give a public apology to you tati also takes a moment to um apologize to jackie ina who jeffree star has I've spoken about it in the first part that um, Jeffrey called her gorilla, um, Mm -hmm. called her a rat. Um, A lot of things that you should not be saying to anyone, Mm -hmm. specifically a black woman, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And she apologizes to her saying that she was blind about her warnings about Jeffree Star. She says, Jackie, I am so sorry that I did not do the right thing and walk away from him then. Mm-hmm. I should not have been blind to the reasons behind the accusations of his racism. I shouldn't have defended him and I regret any of the pain that I may have caused you. And then it seems that Jackie has forgiven her because she did a video uh, like reviewing one of Tati's products and she was like, oh my god, this is great. Like, Oh, that's right so it seems like they're yeah mm-hmm. so within hours of the video going live shane dawson goes on instagram live <laughs> and says this is a, all a fucking lie and i'm losing my mind then he 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 watches the clip of tati saying that she was sexually assaulted mm-hmm. and he goes oh my god you're so manipulative you're fake crying you're fake crying this is not real. Oh my god, I was molested. He it literally sounded like he was crazy on that Instagram yes, live. Yes, it really like his eyes were wild. Like he looked crazy. He was like, like running around the house. House, yes. He had the video like on his TV. His huge flat screen, like all this shit. So, um um he even rolls his eyes mm-hmm. when she yeah. mentions that she was assaulted mm-hmm. and Rylan Adams then tweets out, creators backing her in, in the chance this all backfired. Shane, very proud, very well would have posted a video exposing James had he felt so inclined. No receipts because she didn't want to expose the countless times she told Shane that she was a big girl doing this only for herself. Mm-hmm. She, he also tweets a lot about how, like, she's an old woman, she shouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. So she also mentions in the video that um, she the reason why she's like really gone off of YouTube and and she number one because she moved out of LA back to uh, Washington. She did. And she's yes. She said she did this because she was scared for her life mm-hmm. because Jeffrey really does have people 
on his payroll that could that would do anything for him man Mm -hmm. yes and um she says that she doesn't want to give any receipts or anything like that because she has handled handed everything that she has Mm -hmm. over to her lawyers just in case anything happens to her Mm -hmm. and in case um this goes to court right and her lawyers advised her not to say anything about all that stuff um because if anything does ever go that far it looks bad on her for putting everything out there and all that stuff so um so she says hope you enjoyed those sold out rylan says this sorry excuse me Hope you enjoy those sold-out vitamins that made you millions in minutes from Shane's support, you two-faced liar. Rylan also says, not today, motherfucker. Do not try me right now. And everybody's like, Rylan, honey, you can get out of this. I know you're yeah, in a like- contract. <laughs> like, <laughs> we know. It's like, it's weird that he would do this. I don't know. It's just like nasty it was stuff. just like unnecessary yes he says unnecessary and like nasty things mm-hmm. he says tati westbrook a master class in manipulation the only way to save her reputation was to side with the person she tried to ruin he goes make no mistake this 40 year old woman chose to post the video on her own accord she riled up shame before doing so to have one of the biggest creators backing her and the chance this all backfired I will be honest, I truly believe Tati at this point. Same. I don't believe anything that Jeffrey and Shane are saying. Same. I especially, think it's, I think it's even like proven that Yes, especially with Cam. I think his name it, it was either Cam or Tab. Mm-hmm. It was like Shane called Jeffrey to talk about sh- James Charles like mm-hmm. and then also sh- Tati received a ton of backlash from the same people who were like come out and speak about this like Mm -hmm. and like really dragging her and since then she really hasn't posted anything she Mm -hmm. hasn't posted in months which goes to show you um yes Shane Dawson was off the internet for a couple months but you could tell he's slowly making his return on like podcasts and his Mm -hmm. Instagram like he's gonna start making videos again soon Mm -hmm. Jeffrey took a month off, did a fucking apology video on a Louis Vuitton bench and his man in the home, like the foyer of his mansion. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm sorry. And that was it. <coughs> so the only, truly the only person who has gotten severe backlash. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that James didn't because he mm-hmm. really did. Yeah. Man has 20 million subscribers right mm-hmm. now. So, obviously, the backlash that happened for him was short-lived. Tati is the only one who basically had her career stopped. Mm -hmm. Because of that. Yes. And people really pointed out the fact that she is the only woman involved. And these three men, practically nothing happened. Mm -hmm. While... Tati should have never made the video. She is in her 30s. She should have the right mind to be like, oh, she was manipulated. Like, nobody's business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they used a lot of her past against her. 
I'm so happy I'm done with drama again. And oh my that was God, really I'm good. so happy. <sighs> that whole entire situation. It's just like I'm way too interested in it for some reason. Yeah, me too. I'm excited to see if there's anything more. I know you don't want to do it, but I mean. No, I, I hope... I hope they go to court so we can see, like, public records and yeah, shit same. like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I want that to happen. I want to know the truth. Like, I want to, like, although we both believe that Tati is telling the truth, mm-hmm. I want to know, like, 100%. Like, I, I want right. the receipts. In the end, we don't we don't really know. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just what we believe. Mm-hmm. But I want those receipts. Me too. Okay, so my topic, obviously completely different, has nothing to do with any of that. Um, I was inspired because Taylor surprise dropped her album last night and I was like, Mm -hmm. this, this girl is really my girl here. Okay. So it's a very niche topic too. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I titled it everything you didn't know about the look, what you made me do music video. (laughs) I'm glad we're ending on like a funny note. Uh, uh, No. Yeah. (laughs) Um, to start off, have you seen the music video? Yes. Okay, good. So you'll know what I'm talking about for the most part. Mm-hmm. Okay, just a little backstory. Look What You Made Me Do was Taylor Swift's first single on her Reputation album. It premiered August 27, 2017, um, which august 27th 2017 just think about that date that was before we started college that's just to give you a little timeline so long ago so long ago but doesn't really feel that long ago no but at the time this was my summer anthem like this was my song um and along with the song i was blown away by the music video (laughs) fun fact todger call is in it just a little fun fact if you didn't know that they're good friends. Yeah. But um, so this was the start of Taylor Swift's reputation era. Um, and personally, this is my favorite album before Folklore came out because, like, this was just a whole new vibe of Taylor. Like, this is just her new image that she was trying to go for. Um, and what's even more interesting is that this was, like, her comeback because prior to this from 2014 to 2017 her most recent album was 1989 from 2014 really yeah which had what like blank space shake it Mm -hmm. off um bad blood Mm -hmm. and if you think about that that like brings me back to like middle school high school like freshman year of high school maybe yeah freshman year sophomore year whoa i can't believe that was so long ago I know. So it's been a minute since she was in the public eye. And for some reasons, that's why. Um, At this time, from 2014 to 2017, most of the public was against her at this point. um, Mm. Because there was a lot of things happening, which we'll get into later, of like why she wasn't putting out any music. Yeah. So Look What You Made Me Do was basically a comeback. Mm-hmm. This was like her "Hi, I'm still here, bitch" album. Um, this song was a totally different sound than what she's normally 
doing, a different vibe, a different look. I was personally living for it. I wrote down a cultural reset, if you will. Um, look what you made me do stemmed from um, this situation, I guess you could say. In August 2017, Taylor sued this guy named David Mueller, who was a morning show personality. And it was oh. for... Um, because four years earlier she stated that he sexually assaulted her Mm. during the court process i don't really know the proper term but david accused taylor of lying and sued her for damage from his loss of employment because he obviously got fired from his job uh and taylor was like no you're wrong um so taylor countersued for sexual assault for a dollar so keep that in mind that'll come up later um, obviously, the jury rejected David's claims and Taylor won the case. So after this happened, <laughs> this was like beginning of August, Taylor then deleted everything on social media. And people oh were God. like, wait, like, what is going on here? Bro, where'd you go? <laughs> Bro, where'd you go? Um, but this was obviously in plans to drop the Look What You Made Me Do music video because right after she did that, that's when the song and the music video dropped. Mm-hmm. And it technically did get mixed reviews from people but it immediately went number one i mean like taylor swift coming back after four or five six seven three years obviously it's gonna do well so to do my research on this video (laughs) i went to those miss mojo's video miss mojo videos (laughs) yeah because they just compile everything and they have all the information in, in there um okay so the first thing that's like hidden in this music video because it has a lot of different layers it has a lot of different things in it that relate to other things in her life which is why I felt the need to do this because so so well thought out Mm -hmm. so this one is just sort of like fun for like the OG Taylor Swift fans she has the number 13 like on her hand in a few um clips it's because it's her favorite number she was born on the 13th of December it's not about anyone, but I thought that was just one to start off. Start it's us my off. dad's birthday. Really? Well. Oh, yeah. Taylor and your dad. Wow, way to go. Wow. <laughs> Queen. Okay. <laughs> so the first actual one that was a direct representation of something that happened into her life was it's her using a pseudonym at, for her name. She used a pseudonym named Nils Wholebody, which is spelled sort of like German. And I was like, at first, I didn't even know what a pseudonym was. Sorry, I'm dumb. But it's a name to cover up your own name. Yes, I know this. (laughs) I know what that is. So she used this name to cover up her name when she wrote This Is What You Came For for Calvin Harris and Rihanna. Mm -hmm. Because she wanted, she didn't want her name to distract the song from like Rihanna and Calvin Harris which was Mm -hmm. great awesome love that she did that but at the same time she was dating Calvin Harris yes so it was sort of like okay like that was related to that time in her life so in Mm -hmm. the music video in like the first scene she's in the graveyard so then right behind her and like right next to her is the grave that says rip and the Nils whole body yes. name mm-hmm. so people are like okay like she's done with calvin what well, we know we knew that because they're mm-hmm. obviously broken up but like she's done with that time period in her life 
which is like ooh, tea okay um but yeah they broke up in 2016 so it's like everyone already knew that but it's just yeah but it's just maybe it's just me but when celebrities like put parts of their life that seems like really personal and stuff mm-hmm. into their music i like it oh she knows she knows <laughs> <laughs> okay so then the second um thing in her music video that relates to other things is the common theme of snakes in the video oh um (laughs) this snakes um originated when the hashtag taylor swift is a snake trended on twitter um during the 2014-2017 era of her life and kim kardashian yeah honestly like even at this time, I was like, damn, like, Taylor Swift, I don't know about her. Like, she, at the time, she seemed to, like, be very, like, standoffish. and like- Yeah, well, a lot of uh, TikTokers are really, I think this will be a topic for me to do, because mm-hmm. it's a lot of conspiracy stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of TikTokers do not like her. Still to this because, day? Yes, because... The way she victimized herself mm-hmm. with the uh, Kanye West mm-hmm. thing, which yes. is a whole different topic. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So what you were saying, like in 2016, is when the snakes like really like reignited um, with the beef with Kanye, because it was when Kanye released his song "Famous" and it had lines about Taylor Swift in it, mm-hmm. and the line that people got all mad about was I made that bitch famous. That's what um, he kept like singing over and over Mm -hmm. again about Taylor. Okay, so then the next one (laughs) is in the music video, in the dance sequence with Tadra Call and like other male dancers around her, they are all wearing I Heart TS shirts. And this is a direct representation of when Taylor is known for throwing big 4th of July parties. So in mm-hmm. 2016, she hosted Tay America. Taylor America, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is when Taylor and Tom Hiddleston, per- personally, do not know who that guy is. Oh my God, Emily. <laughs> do you? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. yeah. They were together at this time because there was paparazzi shots of them like very close to each other, like hugging yeah. each other, whatever. But in the paparazzi shots, he's wearing the I Heart TS shirts. Mm-hmm. So that's obviously like a direct, like, okay, like hit to him saying that mm-hmm. I'm over you too. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Which is a power move <laughs> to me. Um, and what was interesting is that she dated him right after Calvin Harris, but they shortly broke up, obviously. Yeah. So this was sort of like continuing the narrative that people thought that she was a hoe, she was a slut, mm-hmm. like, she just went from man to man to man, even though it's none of people's business, yeah. of what she's doing in her dating life, and if she wants to do that, then she wants to do that. Yeah. I can, like, literally say for sure that any man that dates a lot of girls, he's not being shamed about it. Exactly. Like <laughs> being praised. Literally, literally, he would be praised about it. So the next one is all of her outfits in the music video. Um, Almost all of them represent a version of her younger self. 
So it, it includes 2009 VMA dress when she was interrupted by Kanye. Mm-hmm. Country Taylor when she was first starting out with her country albums like Love Story. Which is era. the best Taylor. Debatable. Debatable. Mm-hmm. And Fol- I will win. Folklore, <laughs> folklore says hello. <laughs> um, it was Country Taylor, you know, with her curly hair and silver dress, the Fearless era. Her um, Speak Now, Red, 1989, all of them, basically. So it plays into the stereotypes of what people said about her at the time. So at the end of the music video, you know, all the old Taylors are, like, lined up and, like, conversing with each other. So... Mm-hmm. They would act like how people thought that she was mm-hmm. back in the day. So at the end, they start all arguing with each other. And then Country Taylor, in quotation marks, obviously, says, there she goes, always playing the victim because she starts crying. And I'm like, again, like she knows, she knows what people are saying about her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. That's just me being me. Okay, so the next one is um when a single dollar is seen in the tub of jewels that she's sitting in so in a scene there's a scene where taylor is sitting in this bathtub full of jewels Mm -hmm. and they have like this like above head shot of where you can see like the whole entire bathtub it's all like the silver jewels but there's also one dollar that's just like in the bathtub in the bathtub randomly and people speculate and i think it's true that it's a direct um representation of the court case with david mueller because she sued him for a dollar yeah period and i also said a power move too the next one is the beef with spotify so in 2014 she pulled all of her music off of spotify the same week um, she launched her 1989 album and mm-hmm. this was to make a point how little revenue artists get from streaming platforms like that which sort of goes against her suing the guy for a dollar if she's saying yeah. how little okay well, but. I think she was doing it for smaller artists yeah I agree I agree she wasn't doing it for herself because obviously mm-hmm. she's fine mm-hmm um but in 2017 she put everything back on spotify but i sort of think that this move was not her choice yeah she um had her full say she would still not have him on spotify well especially with what we know about scooter braun Mm -hmm. she doesn't own that the masters Right. So, yeah, because at this point, she wasn't even signed with Scooter Braun, but it just goes to show mm-hmm. how much worse it gets yeah. as time goes on. Um, but in the video, one scene shows her and her friends, you know, the extras in the music video, robbing a company called Streamco, and people say that it's referencing Spotify. So, like, her robbing Spotify, basically. Which is funny, I think. Because they rob artists. Literally. Then the next one is um, it references who Taylor's like close friends are too, with in a very like weird way, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. So one of the old Taylors in the music video is the "You Belong with Me" Taylor, and it's where she's wearing that self-made shirt. Yeah, like in her bedroom, and it says "Junior Jewels," whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> But it also has, like, names written around it, too. So people notice that, obviously, they're not the same names as 
what they were in the music video. So the names that are on the shirt include Selena Gomez, Gigi Hadid, Lena Dunham, Lena Dunham, Lena Dunham, Lena Dunham. Um, and Alana and Esty, Esty from the band Haim, 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 Haim. And, but it also notes that Lord, who previously had a close relationship with Taylor, is no longer friends with Taylor. Ooh. Right. And I was like, ouch. Like, that shit hurts. Lord, please start making music again. <laughs> I was just gonna, Lord, please. <laughs> okay. So this is my second to last one. So the next one is referencing Kim's robbery in Paris. And this one's like, oof girl if this is true like oof that's all i can say is oof yeah so um like i said before taylor is seen laying in the bath of jewels and this references kim in real life was tied up in the bathtub in paris where ten dollars worth of jewels were stolen from her Oof, girl. And Kim was also, at that time, held at gunpoint, obviously, because she was getting robbed. Yeah. And when Taylor's in the bathtub, she is seen making, like, gun, like, with her fingers and, like, literally, like, shooting it and, like, like a little, like, bullet goes off of it with her hands while in the bathtub. And the lyrics at the time is, you said the gun was mine. So, there's, like, a whole, it's, like, I feel like a lot of people don't, I wish more people with, like, insider news would go in on this lyric, because (laughs) she's saying that Kim accused Taylor Swift of sending the robbers to her, right? That's literally what it's saying. (laughs) But has Kim said that? Well, the, the lyric said, you said the gun was mine. But has Kim alluded that Taylor Swift? No, but that's what she's making it sound like it. Like, Kim and Kanye and all of them never have, I don't think, directly accused. But is there something, like, going on, like, behind the scenes? I don't know. I think that lyric's just, like, weird. Why would you say you said the gun was mine if she never thought it was you? Right? Am I? I feel like you're not on the same page as me. No, I'm not. (laughs) You don't think it's crazy? I think that maybe she's alluding to Kim being robbed, but I don't know. Honestly, don't know. We'll leave it up for discussion. Yeah, because I've never, I've never heard of that theory. And the fact that she would even put that stuff in, yeah, her music video for taste, in my opinion. It's up for discussion. It's up for debate. (laughs) Okay, so then the last reference is to Katy Perry. Which, okay, I messed up because I wanted to know why they have this beef. For some reason, Taylor Swift and Katy Perry is love. But I don't know why. So, sorry, I don't know why. But they are. That's just how it is. So, Taylor is, throughout the music video... She's often wearing something like cat related or something like that. And, you know, mm-hmm. Katie's fans are called like the Katie cats, whatever. Yeah, something like that. Um, Taylor wears a cat mask in one of the scenes and it's the robbery scene of when she's breaking into the Spotify 
mm-hmm. company, whatever. Um, she also wears a tiger shirt referencing Katie's song Roar, obviously. And mm-hmm. in the scene where they're in like the car crash and it's like really slow and dramatic, um, Taylor is seen wearing a cheetah print jacket while holding a Grammy, and people think that's referencing <laughs> people Katie. think that's never winning a Grammy. Yeah. And I'm like, oof, miss things that I'm not holding back. Like, mm-hmm. ouch, that hurts. That hurts. That does. And also, the scene where all the Taylors are together, Taylor is seen wearing um, her, like, ringleader outfit that she wore at the 2012 MTV Europe Music Awards, where she won Best Female Artist over Katy Perry. And people think that's, like, a direct stab at her, too. Which yeah. is a little far-fetched, but, like, I can see... You're saying that that's far-fetched, and... No! No, 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 I'm telling you... You said the gun was mine? I and mean, come on. Emily, okay. On. How do you not see it that way? Like, what do you think she means by that then? I don't know. A little lyric in her song? No, I think... I think because this music video is so thought out, I think that every single lyric was meant to be something else. But that's basically it. That's basically <laughs> my spiel... I love I love this music video. Honestly, one of my top five music videos, even top three maybe. What's your top three? Um, I honestly Golden by Harry Styles, Look What You mm-hmm. Made Me Do, and one I don't know. <laughs> oh, um, water watermelon sugar maybe. And Beauty and the Beat by Justin Bieber. (laughs) (laughs) But that could change. That could change. But look what you made me do. It's it's really up there. I appreciate how thought out it was. Mm -hmm. I like that she was making a new image for herself. Mm -hmm. I just... It's so different because you think of it now where she's like folklore and like nice and Mm -hmm. like calm. Whereas (laughs) Reputation, she was like, fuck everyone. And in conclusion, I sort of want her to do, like, another album like that in the future again. No. <laughs> yes. No, thanks. Caroline, Reputation was so good. <laughs> you're wrong. Are you? Sorry. You know what else you're wrong about? How Elf is a good movie. Exactly. Elf is not a good movie. No. No. You're wrong. You're just wrong. It's factual. It's It's a fact. <laughs> Emily, what? it's really fine. It's not as good as you think it is. No, like I'm... No. Neither is the Polar Express. You're... I'm like speechless at this point. <laughs> Those are the two best Christmas movies you... ever! <laughs> You're just wrong. When I was a kid... I didn't. I don't even know care. This. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. You don't care. <laughs> when I was a kid, I didn't even know this, but apparently, the two movies that I wanted to watch year-round all the time was Shrek and Elf. I'm like, what about The Grinch? Which one? The live-action cartoon. No. <laughs> you said the <laughs> mean one. <laughs> Which one? We are. 
any of them other than the Matthew Morrison one. <laughs> I mean, yes, I agree. I mean, it's good. It's a Christmas movie. It's fine. I only want to see it once during the Christmas time. But when it comes to Elf and the Polar Express, I will watch that movie any time of year. Mm-mm. A yes. Christmas Story is the best Christmas movie. No! Oh my god, you're one of them! You're one of them! It's average! Damn. It's average! It's average. The fact that they play it 24 hours on that one... Means that people want to watch it, Emily! No! No one... No! No! No one wants to watch it? Okay, they've been playing this movie 24 hours for how many years and no one wants to watch it? I want to see it once! I want to see it once, maybe in the background of me eating dinner. Okay. (laughs) No one wants to watch it over and over and over again. It's not funny! It's not that funny. It's sort of scary. It feels like a fever dream. I don't like it. When the witches are, like, laughing at him... No. Get that on my face. Get it out. When he has to go down the slide, bitch, get that shit out of my face. Witches? Yeah, when they're like, he's like daydreaming or something like that. Mm-hmm. I can't even look at you right now. I rest my case. I rest my case. You really haven't rested anything. Mm, I did. <laughs> I did. I'm passionate about it. Okay, but we have the data. There's only one movie that they play 24 hours every single year for the past, I don't know how many years. And they don't do no- that for Elf. Have you noticed? Have you noticed how it's not played any other day in December? Because people look forward to this. I don't know one person. I, 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 I don't know one person except <laughs> maybe my mom and my uncle. Well, your mom and your uncle have taste. <laughs> I look forward to that movie. And I think it's only because it was really popular back in their time. How come I like it? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to get down to. <laughs> I'm trying to bring you to the light side and realize where the good movies are. No. When Will Ferrell is out in the streets... Um, being an elf in New York City. I'm gonna watch the movie and be, have this face the whole time. You have no. Where's the humor? <laughs> exactly. Where's the humor? Where's the humor for you? No. Where's the humor for you? Are you? <laughs> what part of the Christmas story is funny? All of it, Emily. What part? Tell me what part. Every single part. I laugh all the time, always. It's not even a comedy, if you ask me. Where can they find you on social media, Emily? <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at Caroline J. Campos on Instagram. I'm speechless. I'm speechless. Um, yes, you can find me at Emily Liz Fink on Instagram. You can follow us at Not So Famous Pod on Instagram. Comment down below what you think your favorite movie is and my elf and polar express supporters let's prove caroline wrong on this one okay okay everyone thank you guys so much for listening tuning in we know last week we said that we would have a special guest but fret not it's coming um hopefully we'll have a special guest next week Mm -hmm. Um, but i'm sure we will so that'll be fun um so yeah bye guys Bye. bye